You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wicked Case Podcast. I am Cool Kyle, and as always with me today, the Rev Kev. Rev, how you feeling today, my boy? It's been a hot minute. Cheerio. Oh, chap. Cheerio. How are you? I love Cheerios. Ooh. All right. No, that's just a white spilled thing. You never watched Ashy's uh, skits? Um, I haven't watched all of them. Okay. There's the uh, Takeover 3, it's called. Okay. And there's this one moment where the guy has like a British accent, and he's like, ooh, say something British, and he's like, Cheerio. And he's like, mm, I love Cheerios. <laughs> Hence why you did that. Yes. It's all right. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of British TV recently. There's a new um, app that's available that's called BritBox, B-R-I-T, BritBox, and it's called- DMD. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Um, and it's just got a bunch of like older shows that were on British TV and oh. a bunch of documentaries and it's like $7 a month. Oh, okay. So. That's cool. I've never heard of it before. Well, I'll tell you this. There's this great show hosted by comedian Jimmy Carr. It's called 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. You and Chef should watch it because it's fucking hilarious. Okay. It's so basically the game itself is like a a word and like a numbers game. We have to you have x amount of things you have to do and then you have to kind of like solve whatever the the you have like certain amount of numbers and you have to come to some type of solution with those numbers. It's very very interesting. But a lot of the time, so there's two versions of it. There's the regular version that's usually on in the mornings hosted by a different person. I forgot who it was though. And then the late night version with Jimmy Carr is more adult themed and risque. But it's really, really funny. And when I went to the UK, the two times that I went and I found it, I was like, I have to. Every time I was like, I have to watch this. Oh, geez. Okay. It's usually on. Jimmy Carr is pretty funny. It's usually on um, Channel 4 in the UK, I think it is. Okay. That's where they have all their American programming. Or you can watch, um, what was it? What did I basically watch on a loop? The Big Bang Theory. Um, oh, crap. What else was there? The Big Bang Theory, the Goldbergs. How I Met Your Mother, and there might have been another show. Aren't those all ABC shows? Uh, No. How I Met Your Mother, I think, was CBS. Oh, okay. And The Big Bang Theory is definitely CBS. Okay, so maybe CBS then. No, I I think... um, No, I think the other one's ABC. I think the Goldbergs... Yeah, the Goldbergs is ABC. So it's just a weird little mash or whatever, but... Oh. Yeah. Huh, okay. Mm -hmm. Very cool. But yeah, you you and Chef definitely have to check it out, because it's really absurd i will definitely have to check it out by the way for those out there this is this is episode 10 10 10 wow 10 where's where's ty dillinger uh uh uh-oh kayfabe kayfabe (laughs) sean spears (laughs) shout out to sean spears yeah 
if you're listening, which you never will, but it's okay. You never know. You never you know. You never know. They might, you know, we I might, might be get, like, we might, one day we might be at some like wrestling fan convention and we'll go up to Sean Spears and we'll be like, hey, we have a podcast. Don't worry. We're not going to ask you to be on it because that's, I'm sure you get that asked all the time. <laughs> There's an episode, episode 10, the first like five minutes. Your name is mentioned. We shouted you out because it was episode 10. <laughs> they'd be like, that's no more gimmick anymore. <laughs> Fair enough, Sean. He's Spears. alluded to it though. Can I get can I get a picture? <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. So, let's um uh I was told you have presents for me. Let's talk your vacation to uh Cape Cod. Yeah. Do you have any chips when you were there? I did have some Good, chips. Because those are my favorite kind of chips are Cape Cod chips. I did. I had the Cape Cod chips. Delicious. I had uh delicious. Oh yeah. I had I had an excursion to seafood, which was fun. Um, an excursion of seafood. Well, yeah. that kind of goes with the territory. It's Cape Cod, like. It's, oh yeah, lobster rolls and oh, oh man, bro, it was I'm, so I'm good. I'm fucking starving over here. You're talking about <laughs> lobster rolls, you're, dude. You're, you're pushing the Engle- the inner New Englander in me. Yeah, and then um, my sister and her husband took us out to a really fancy restaurant in Provincetown uh, called the Muse, um, where I had the surf and turf. Oh, I thought you were going to have the Muse 2. The Muse 2. <laughs> Pokemon reference. Yeah, very nice. Or maybe or maybe from Jay and Silent Bob, Jason Muse. I haven't <clears> watched <throat> that movie in a long time, so I don't know the reference play, of those. He he plays Jay. That's oh. His character, his name, is Jason, his name is Jason Muse, but his character is Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. <clears throat> Pardon me. You got a frog in your throat, my boy? I have a little bit of a frog in my throat. That's okay. And I don't know why. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Chef and I had a great time, you know, hung out at the beach, um, went souvenir shopping, uh, went to a flea market, where, which is where I got one of your gifts, okay. and then the other one I got at a souvenir shop. So the first gift I'm going to give you is the, well, okay, what do you got? Pause for a sec. Hold on. I need you to do me a favor. <laughs> What's that? It's really ridiculous, though. What's that? Because she's called Chef. You need to sing a chef style song to her from South Park the next time. You'd be like, I want to make love to your woman. <laughs> I thought you were going to go at Muppet style. You just need to be like, burr, burr. No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. No, I think the other chef would be funnier. Yeah. And then you'd just be like, hello, children. <laughs> hey, chef. How's it going? Bad. She's going well, f- to find me weird because she never watched South Park. But she might have watched South Park. I'll have to ask Everybody, her. Listen, everybody knows who chef from South Park is, okay? True, yeah. Suck on my chocolate salty balls. <laughs> Put them in your mouth and suck them. Oh, jeez. Good song. That is a very good song. Let's get to the gifts. All right. Because <clears throat> I have some surprise things for you as well. So I got a magnet for your fridge. You know what a magnet whore I am. I do. That's why I got you. Oh, nice. And because it has our show name in it, what does it say? Wicked Smart. Wicked Smart. And, I, and I'm and i not doing that as a gag. It actually does say Smart, S-M-A-R-H-T. See, I almost, <laughs> I almost did the Homer one. S-M-R-T. S-M-A-R-T. So that so Wicked Smart will go with, what are the other two that I have? Good with number. Good with numbers. Numbers. And... I know you have a couple of them. There might be another. They might have two wicked smarts then, but that's okay. Yeah. I'd rather be double wicked smart. Double wicked smart. So that's the first <clears> gift. <throat> and the other one is kind of like more sentimental. Uh, like I said, I'm not more personal. I'm not going to cry, am I? 
you might. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I'm, I'll, have, I'll give it to you here, my boy. Just take that for you. You need to hang it up in your room. I need to hang it in my room? Yeah, yeah, I think you need to hang it in your room. It's that special. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> you got to read it to the people because they don't know what it is. It says Rick Astley for president. He will never, ever give you up, let you down, run around, desert you, make you cry, say goodbye, tell a lie, and hurt you. <laughs> I had to, my boy. I saw it. The guy said it was his last one. I'm you, like, you please. will just never let this go, will you? You got Rick rolled at your wedding. I, I honestly am going to regret this for the rest of my life. I should have tried to somehow get Rick Astley at your wedding, and that would have just squashed it forever. Because when Rick Astley is actually at your wedding, you don't come back from that. You oh, don't. Yeah. When the man himself is there and he is singing that song, no. No. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm not going to. I like how you were like, oh, I'm going to be sentimental. And I was like, oh, he's going to give me something like, you know, that reminds me of the two of us and our friendship. No. It, well, it does. <laughs> but it was in a completely different direction. Then you, know you thought what? it was going? Yeah. You know what? I have I have a gift for you, too, but I'm not really sure I want to give it to you now. Oh. Uh, uh, Take your fucking title belt, you bitch. Hey, my title belt. Yay. And you can just, you know what? Here's the thing. When I beat you this weekend for it on Money in the Bank predictions, you can still keep it the extra month because I owed it from you from a month ago. Oh, hey, thanks. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'll put it right up here. Don't put it up there. It's going to fall, and then the thing's going to fall over, and we're going to have a catastrophic incident. Are we right. good? We're good. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, that's cool. Thank you. You're very welcome. I'm glad you like it. I do. <laughs> you can put it up in your room. Don't be surprised if one comes your way. Uh, uh, someday. 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 Okay. Fair enough. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I like, and it was funny too because I was passing by the guy and he sell all he, you know, he has all these posters and I was like, I saw that one hanging up as like a display one and I'm like, I, I told the guy I'm like, me and my friend have been rickrolling each other for years. years, many many years. I said I need to get this for him, please let me buy it from you, please. <laughs> let me buy it from you. <laughs> <laughs> I, whatever whatever your price is. Yeah. I need it. He's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to need you to jiggle my junk. And you're just like, Ugh, I don't <laughs> like the fact that I'm in Provincetown. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So let's talk more about your vacation before we jump to all the other random hodgepodge that I have set up for us. Okay. So right. How was the rest of your vacation? Just what did you do? Um, Chef and I went kayaking in the ocean. That was pretty sweet. Um, the Atlantic Ocean, correct? I, I believe so. Well, yeah, if it's the one out. It's not Pacific. Well, it's <laughs> not. Maybe it was the Indian Ocean. You don't know. Could have could have been, yeah. Could have been the Dead Sea. Could That would have been really not fun. You're so old. When you were born, the Dead Sea was sick. Wah, wah, wah. Dad jokes <laughs> for a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I know, yeah. Just beating a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> Beating a dead horse when you just handed me a Rick Astley thing, huh? All right, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. You yeah. got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but we, uh, yeah, we had a good time. Um, we went, did a lot of shopping, a lot of shopping. Um, That's the one thing about vacation that always bums me out when you go. It's like you feel like obligated to go shopping because you're in a different location that you're not normally at. So then you're like, I have to be a, a tourist and buy a whole bunch of random souvenirs and knickknacks that I normally don't buy. Correct. Oh yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and, and that's, you know, and I'm okay with that. We kind of plan for that. That's good, yeah. Usually if you plan it out ahead of time, it's always a Yeah. Thing. You all right over there? I got a sleepy in my eye that I just cannot get out. Well, that's what water on the face usually helps. I did, and it still does not. It's like one of those ones. You ever have a sleepy that's just so persistent, like in the corner? Yeah. And it's just not coming out. Yeah. And then you, uh, got usually, it. what happens is, is you, you'll either get it like you did, or you'll try to get it, and then you'll scrape, and you'll end up like scratch like the inside of your eye or something. Or you'll yeah. poke your eye, and you're like, no, now it's worse. Oh, yeah. And then like, that little like that little sand piece is like, ha you didn't get me. <laughs> Pissed. yeah it's and luckily i just got mine out so that's good yeah any, um any anything else what else is well there you any- said you had a cavalcade of seafood so you said you had a lobster roll yeah i had something i've never had before which was a um crab cake burger uh, i i can imagine that would be pretty good it was fantastic yeah, I I have ne- I I usually like crab cakes, but I've never had it in like burger style with like lettuce, tomato, and so was um, it just like a crab cake on top, or was it like a burger mixed in with like? No, no, it was like a it was a crab cake patty. Oh, yeah, with the with the lettuce, tomato, Which is the and, closest thing to a crabby patty. <laughs> it, it's pretty much if you wanted to call it that, you could call it a crabby patty because it was, yeah. So it was yeah no that was good. Um, I had uh, some ice cream. Ice cream? Yeah, there's a ice cream shop. Um, there's a the seafood place that we like to go is called Cooks. Um, and they have like that's where I had my hot lobster roll is really good. And the ice cream shop across the way from the place has amazing homemade ice cream. Did you know there's two versions of a lobster roll? There's the hot and the cold version? Yes. And I believe the cold version is Connecticut style. No, hot version's Connecticut style. And the cold version, I think, is Maine. Sounds about right. Maine or, or Rhode Island or something like that. I had both. <clears throat> you know, it's like the quintessential New England meal in the summertime if you don't drink alcohol. Because normally it would be a lobster roll with a beer, preferably a Sam Adams. Um, the backup plan would be, though, a lobster roll with a Dell's lemonade. Ooh. Yeah, see, Kyle's like, damn, we need to go do this. <laughs> <laughs> that actually we, sounds really we good. Need to go to New, we need to go to Rhode Island and go to this, like, you know, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, a little, like, you know, uh, lobster or crab house or something. And We just... probably don't even need to go to Rhode Island. I, I think they have some in uh, Mystic. I think there's a couple of um, seafood places in Mystic. All right. Well, it, that's, that sounds like what we're going to do. Yeah. and We're going to go to Mystic. Yeah. Uh, and I had one that I don't think that I don't know if it's normal to have but they also had a fried lobster roll which i was that sounds like you're now you're in like uh fair territory i wanted to see how fairy it would be did you wait was it made by the fried daddies it was made by the fried daddies <laughs> <laughs> we're still good we're still good <clears throat> so yeah i mean you know just eating everything i could possibly get my mouth on that was that was fun um pause <laughs> I was just taking a sip of water. I, you, you pause. I yeah. I I will say um, Provincetown was a lot of fun. We had a good time in Provincetown. Yeah. How's Provincetown during Pride Month? Please let us know. It was festive. I bet it was. It was extremely festive. You see a lot of people with like fishnet shirts on. and Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say this, and I, I don't judge anybody, but the, the women that – the men, women that were dressed in drag down there, they were like full – like they must have been doing um like uh, the drag shows down there. Full dresses, like corset sort of thing. And I'm like, it's like 
it's like 85 degrees out right now and you have a full dress on that's got to be hot yeah right they're, they're not necessarily i mean if you're used to it it's one thing like my mom down in florida has these um guatemalans and stuff mm-hmm. that like will do a lot of the um landscaping work or anything like that these guys are in like basically like white pants and like a white long sleeve shirt but they're because it just they don't want to scratch themselves up but because they're so used to it when it's 100 degrees outside i, I drive by i'm like how the hell are they doing this my mom's like they're used to it That's really just how it is yeah wow so yeah see that for me i think i would have a heat stroke you know so compared to our um our journey to um uh oh my god to massachusetts where would you say would we dial it up to like a 10 because that was a pretty artsy area it had a lot of different characters so i don't think that was as bad i think when you go to provincetown maybe it's just the the perception but i feel like it was probably dialed up to 10 Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, yeah. no, again, no disrespect. Yeah. I, I, I don't care what you do with yourself. It's fine. Yeah. No, and that's the thing. Like, I, and I was telling my wife this. We were talking about it um, a few days ago or whatever. Um, and we, we accept all people, regardless of what your race, gender, identity. You accept all people to a T. Yeah, I mean, there might be somebody that you're like, oh, I accept you. Oh, I like to like you know drown kittens. No, I'm sorry, I do not accept that. Yeah, I mean the major talking points. Yeah, no, if you if you like to drown kittens, then I might kind of beat the crap out of you. But well, to sum it up, you and your wife just allow people to let them fly their own flags. Yeah, exactly. You know, everybody has their own thing. Oh, that means you were also in Provincetown during the. um, We're not going to get too much into it, but the Roe versus Wade thing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Which I we did we they were going to have a protest um the day a- after we were there. Like we we left and I heard a woman talking about it. They were like we're going to have a protest. And you're kind of just like I'm kind of glad I'm not going to be here for that. <laughs> yeah. And here's my point on this though. I'm going to say this. Protesting in Provincetown about abortion is probably one of the most mute things you could do. Because you're not like everybody in Provincetown is already pretty open and accepting, so all you're doing is basically making noise, and you know it, I don't think anybody's really going to notice it. Now, if you have a protest at the Capitol, that's a different story, <laughs> right? You know, a lot of people notice that. <laughs> yes, yes so, they do. You know, but in the long run, like I said, I mean, we accept everybody for who they are and you know what they do and. It, it was it was a cool time. The festivity of it, the people, you know, were just really, a lot of people were very friendly, which was, you know, you kind of expect. Most people want you to be happy when you're coming down there, and most people are happy. Well, yeah, I mean, depending on, like, what your viewpoint is, like, you're kind of, when you live in that area, like, 24-7, you're kind of a representative for that area. So you don't want people going back saying, I had a terrible time at Provincetown because everybody was rude and nasty and I don't want to go again. Yeah. You want to go and be like, I had a really good time. You know, they accepted me for who I was. I accepted them for who they were. Yeah, okay. We kind of, you know, gagged on each other for a bit. Pause. Pause. <laughs> I-, I was going to say bust on each other. So either way, pause. Uh-oh. It would have been bad either way. But we <laughs> we cr- we make jokes at each other's exp- – and then it's just – it's it's a good time. We have we have We have fun. Yeah, and some of the shops there are very um, interesting. Eccentric. Eccentric. One, I, I think one of the most interesting shops that I, I have found there is, um, I forget the name of it. I always recognize it because it's like, uh, the building is like tie-dye spray painted out front. Like it's like really 
colorful and vibrant. And on the inside is the the shop underneath is like very like exotic and like things from different areas like Africa and like, you know, and also like hippie stuff like tie dye. But they have an upstairs and the upstairs is the pot section and the sex shop section. And it's, oh boy, oh boy, some of the things you see in there, I tell you, my boy, (laughs) I, I have never seen so many dicks and bongs in my life. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, technically, you could just go into any, like, dispensary or weed store, and you could see a bunch of, you know, bongs, and then there's probably a bunch of dicks that are buying them, so. (laughs) Wah, wah, wah. So, So, yeah, overall, we had a good time. It It was very good. I didn't do shit while you were gone. Oh, yeah? I didn't do anything. I probably should have. There was a lot of things I probably could have, and I just went, eh. But you know what? You know, sometimes you just got to take a moment and... Yeah, but I feel like I do that every weekend. and I, I There is stuff I do need to do, and I haven't done it yet. But you have a physical job like me, so, I mean, I understand, like, if on your days off, you just want to, like... Yeah, but we're talking, like, I didn't do anything Friday. I didn't do anything Saturday. I didn't do anything Sunday. I think the extent of what I did was, I think I, think I went to lunch with my kiddos last weekend, because I woke up on, I think it was, like, Friday or Saturday... And my ex-wife was like, hey, do you want to come with me and the kids? to?" It was Saturday because they were supposed to do pictures last weekend, but they didn't. Um, And she's like, hey, do you want to come with us to Chili's? I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. So I went to Chili's and then. So that that was about it. Chili's and. Yeah. Oh, that's about it. And I uh, I played some video games. Um, I'll tell you this. Maybe it's because it's on the PS4, but that thing is slow. The PS4? Trying to like navigate screens and stuff like there's like a two or like a one or two second pause and when you're trying to scroll through quickly it's like it, it delays itself and you're just like oh my god what the hell and that could also be because the amount of games you downloaded too I don't know how many games you have downloaded I don't have but... a lot because I don't have any extra file space so it's just oh. like there's maybe off the top of my head five or six there's not a lot on there oh okay there's not a lot and yeah. I usually go through all like my media because. In certain points, it'll just automatically save like a, a screenshot for you if you get an achievement or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So it's not a ton of data that you're using. Correct. <clears throat> so, um, before we get into all of our uh, sportsy stuff, because there's a lot to to dive into, mm-hmm. um, I will say this ahead of time, uh, listeners. I said listeners. This listeners. Time. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it's going to be very, very hockey heavy. Very hockey heavy. Like I'm pretty sure the next whole segment is just gonna be hockey. Um, did you get a chance to see the text that I sent to you about the radio thing? The radio thing? No, I don't think so. Check your phone. It. I definitely sent it to you. When did you send it to me? The uh, yesterday. I sent it to you yesterday. Oh, the uh, DJ. Okay, you. Okay, you did send that. Yeah, to yeah, me. yeah. All right. So, so I forgot about that. So basically, what has happened here? If people don't aren't aware of this and this is a very cool story it's actually pretty funny so there's a radio station i believe it's 1029 in vancouver uh canada it's called kiss 1029 it doesn't exist anymore Mm. i guess what happened was they were going to a new format it was a soft rock station they were going to a new format so they fired two pretty popular like am djs and stuff and i guess they fired a lot of the staff whatever so in protest slash a publicity stunt to promote the new um, the new station coming on. 
they played Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine for 24 hours straight. <laughs> that is the only fucking song they played. Oh, my God. I went on Wednesday night into Thursday morning live to listen to it on their website before the website went down. And sure enough, the the end of the, the problem with that song is like the very like last like minute and a half or so of that song is just laced with swears. They just fuck this, fuck that, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. But it's you can't play that on the radio. Yeah. So it's just like a bunch of noise with no music, but you know what's being said, and it just so they played it, and then if people were asking for requests and it wasn't Rage Against the Machine, they weren't playing them for you. <laughs> they said, no, we're not doing this. Oh, that um, is so funny. I guess there are th- – so I went to check the website again to see how like, much longer this was going. And from what I read on stories, which you can find them anywhere, it's a, it was a pretty big story for a bit. Um, they uh, They finished the 24 hours of that, but then they started playing – no One Knows by Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> nobody knew what was going on because they weren't telling anybody. And there were callers and people or like journalists calling in saying, hey, what's going on? And they're just like, we're not telling you and deal with it. <laughs> I do have one screenshot that I do have to share with you because I thought this was hilarious. Um, so uh, there was a person that was doing yeoman's work by basically live tweeting the whole thing as it was going on. They didn't, like they said, the... The host didn't confirm whether it was a stunt or a protest. I think it was a little bit of both. But they they changed over. Someone called in asking for Slayer. And the host replied, Slayer, I hardly know her. And then proceeded to play Killing in the Name again. <laughs> so the, uh, new, the new station, I believe, is 104.2 or 104 something. Uh, it's called Sonic 104. And it's an alternative rock station. Uh. So the fact that they played Rage, that would fall in that alternative rock category. Yeah. But just the fact that they played that song and... Multiple times over and over. Well, I guess the song came out in 92 or so, so it's about a 30-year-old song. But it came out because of the police brutality and protesting in, I think, California at the time or whatever, when like a bunch of... I think maybe the Rodney King incident happened then, I want to say. It might have. That was like the first pretty big thing that happened. Do you know mm-hmm. about the Rodney King thing? Ba- basically, the short version is it was this black guy, Rodney King, who got pulled over for a traffic stop or something like that. And um, there was like several LAPD officers or whatever like around him. And they were just – he was on the ground. They were just beating him with fucking batons. And it was a big deal. And mm. like the city like protested and there were like people looting. There were fires. Maybe not to the scale as far as – I can't obviously speak of how big the scale was compared to the George Floyd one. Yeah. Because obviously I'm living – I mean I was living then but I was four so I don't yeah. – I think it's it probably worse now because after the Rodney King one, it kind of like slowed down a lot. It, yeah. It, this is – George Floyd got killed what? Uh, two years ago? Three, uh, three years ago? 2019, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So three it years just, ago, it was just before the pandemic. But it was the summer before the pandemic. Summer before the pandemic. So I was like close to three years ago, I think. Yeah. And the the shit from the, the fallout from that is still going on. Yeah, I know it is. I know. You know. So I don't know. So, but yeah, I just I thought it was funny. So they just like I said, they just kept playing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> um, on that another on another note, the one thing I the other one thing I did do while you were on vacation was I took. Um, the, uh, the the small child of mine, the female child of mine. I haven't come up with a name for her just yet. <laughs> we'll work on it. Okay. Um, 
We'll just call her LB for now. That'll LB. work. That's what I usually call her, LB. Um, we saw Lightyear. It's pretty good. Not the best Pixar movie, not the worst Pixar movie. It's kind of in the middle for an origin story for Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. I thought it was okay. Okay. Yeah, I heard, uh, I read an article uh, this morning that said that Tim Allen w- w- gave his opinion on it and was not pleased with it at all, apparently. Well, it doesn't have anything to do with his character from Toy Story. Oh, it doesn't? <clears throat> no, they don't have anything to do with each other. Basically, huh. <clears throat> basically, this movie... Um, so when Andy gets Buzz in the original Toy Story, the reason why he gets this Buzz Lightyear is because he saw this movie. So oh. Lightyear is the movie that Andy saw in theaters, was like, oh my gosh, Buzz Lightyear is amazing, I need to have a Buzz Lightyear. His mom buys him the Buzz Lightyear for his birthday, oh. and then that goes into the Toy Story realm. That makes more sense now. Yes. So, you know, I know, I mean, obviously, and Tim Allen has his opinions, and that's totally fine. I mean, like I said, though, you can't compare the two characters. They're completely different people. Yeah, I mean, in that case, and, no, you and know. Get, definitely give it a watch. It's good. I wouldn't say you need to, like, run to the movie theater right now and see it. You could probably wait for it to come out on Disney Plus or whatever. But definitely give it a watch. It's it's actually not a bad movie. The concept of it's pretty good. So, basically, the, the gist of it is... He gets them, as a space ranger, he gets him and his crew trapped on this planet, whatever they go to. They're marooned there for a long time. They try to use the resources around it to get out. He tries to go into hyperspeed or whatever. Every time he goes into hyperspeed, he fails. But the more and more he does it, you lose four years because of how fast you're going with time and everything. Mm -hmm. So what feels like a five or ten minute trip for him is four years for everybody else. Oh, okay. so like if you went into hyperspeed or whatever, you would go into the future or whatever. Or you wouldn't go in the future. You would try to go. You'd come back, and now I'm four years older, and then uh, you did it again. Now I'm another four years older. So now you're not aging at all. You're still the same age you are, but now I've aged. You know, let's say fifteen, twenty years. Oh, that, yeah, that's interesting. And then eventually, everybody around you just goes. Yeah. So. Huh, that's it, interesting. It, it, you know how Pixar movies are. They're going to have to have a sentimental moment. They try to make you cry. It's what their thing is. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think there's ever been a Pixar movie that I can think, uh, no, I take that back. Probably like Cars. Oh, yeah, Cars. Uh, like maybe Cars 2 because that, that was one of the more absurd ones. But Yeah. I, I don't remember. I haven't watched Cars in a while, so. Most Pixar movies, though, try to tug at your heartstrings. Yeah, I do remember that. I know that's, that they always try that, to. That's, that's Pixar's MO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So, all right, we got lots of hockey stuff to talk about. Are you all ready right. for all this? All right, let's unpack it. You ready? All right, do you want to start with um, a quick discussion about another league that I needed to ask you a question about, or do you want to jump into NHL? Let's start with the small stuff first and work our way towards the, the big topics. The big stuff. Got the it. big stuff. Um, so there is a league in – in um, so how like we have like the NCAA for college hockey and stuff. Yeah. Canada's version of that is um, the CHL, which is the oh, yeah. OHL, the Ontario Hockey League, the Western Hockey League, and then the QMJHL, which is the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Mm-hmm. So every year – they have a yearly tournament called the Memorial Cup, which is their version of a Stanley Cup. And they're obviously with hockey being so big in Canada, the names of NHL superstars and all-time legends who have won said Stanley, have won Memorial, have won the Memorial Cup is pretty, pretty huge. Like you could go through and you could be like, wow, this is a who's who of 
like superstars. Yeah. Um, normally now, so each of the leagues will play their own full season. They go to playoffs. They play the playoffs. The winner of each individual league, the three leagues, get into the Memorial Cup with the fourth team being the host team. doesn't matter how good or bad the host team is. They automatically get in. So this year, the host team was the St. John Sea Dogs from the QMJHL. They got knocked out in the first round of their league's playoffs, but were still able to go into the fi- into the Memorial Cup because they were the hosts. Huh. It's a weird concept, and it's been yeah. going on like this for years, and there's talks about whether or not it should be changed because they end up win- they ended up winning the Memorial Cup I think six to two against the Hamilton Bulldogs, who were a team that went through the OHL and had to battle and grind to get there. So this team had weeks off. They had like two or three weeks off where they didn't have to play anybody. And then they have home ice advantage. They have all this extra stuff. And they won, which again, so basically when you get to the four teams, it's a round robin. Everybody plays each other once. The um the best team out of the four automatically gets a bid to the finals, no questions asked, and then the second and third place team will play a one game playoff in the semifinals. That team goes to the finals to play the overall winner. Okay. So the question I would say to you is, do you think that's fair? I don't really. I don't like that concept. I don't either. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's fair at all. I mean, because like you said, you have a team that was grinding the entire time and gets knocked out. To a team that's had like two weeks off, yeah, who's got fresh legs. Now, granted, that's not always the case because sometimes there are now. I and I don't know how this works. Like, for instance, let's say let's say St. John's was a good team and they got in. I don't know who how that works with the other the other team that represent that league because if you're automatically if you win your league but you're automatically in anyway because you're the host team, you can't have three teams. So I don't know. Who the fourth would be? Maybe the runner-up or something. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah and that, and that leaves a lot to um, confusion. I think that's the issue. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of a lot of discussion about it on like hockey Twitter and stuff about you know how that's going. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, and and I look at something like I, I still like the structure of the NHL and how they have their playoffs. They got to change it. I mean, to a degree, yes, it, but I, it's it's a real simple format. And I told you this before. You go back to the one eight format. There is no reason why a team like the Lightning should have played a team like the Panthers in the second round. That's absurd. Yeah. Well, in in terms of like how they how they structure their playoffs, not necessarily where the seating is, but like how they structure it is well, much yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean. Just do do a quick structure change. Like I said, I think we've talked about this several times before. Yeah. You've got four divisions. Each team that wins their respective division is an automatic one or two seed. And then based on the conferences, the the better record or whatever of that of those two teams get the one. The other one gets the two. Everybody else is three through eight. Yeah. Doesn't matter what division you're in. You're three through eight. You could do with the NBA. I don't know. No, that's not the NBA who does it. It's the WNBA that does it. They just take the best teams. They don't care if it's East Coast versus West Coast. So, I mean, they just take the, I think, I think they only have, I think they have, do they have six? No, they have 16. Eight teams, maybe 12 teams, something like that. I don't remember what it is. It's either like, maybe it's six. I don't know. Maybe it's eight. Might be eight. So just take, think of the NHL took the top 16 teams. One played 16, two played 15, so on and so forth. So you'd have random matchups like, you know, let's say Colorado played Boston in the first round, and it wouldn't make sense 
travel wise. Yeah, that might be kind of tough. Yeah. That, and I, I mean, would, but they do that throughout the year anyways, though. They have bouts where they'll go back and forth between West and East Coast Yeah, games. but you're talking about, like, and you're talking about time times, too. That's true, if, yeah. If we're trying to watch a Bruins game and they're playing in Colorado, that start time's not till 9 o'clock. That's true, yeah. If so, not, and if you're playing out West, it's probably not till 10. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a playoff game and I'll stay up for it, but I don't have to worry about watching no 10 o'clock playoff game because the Bruins are never going to be playing against teams in the West. And yeah, that, and that they do play them in the finals. The game's at eight. Yeah, it's a prime time game. So in terms of structure, it works. You know, it's just a matter of like you said, maybe the seating they could kind of change, like like the structure that you talked about, where they have the four divisions and correct. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. Like, so we'll we'll see if it's changed. I mean, it's one of those things where it hasn't been for a while, but now you kind of look at something like this where you were like, mm, don't really know if that's particularly fair. It's. I guess if you were trying to like do it like a WWE comparison, it'd be like the year Brock Lesnar won Money in the Bank, where everybody else was busting their ass for like twenty minutes or whatever in that Money in the Bank match, and then Brock Lesnar came out for like five minutes and F five somebody and climbed the ladder and won. That's true. And you're yeah. Just like, <laughs> well, that was a waste of time. Like he didn't do anything. He he's already a beast to begin with, and now he doesn't even have to do anything. And yeah, and that that does kind of lead to the structure of how it is right now too. You know. I mean, granted, we knew Colorado was just going to bulldoze their way through regardless. Let's let's talk about Colorado. Okay. Ooh, good segue. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, oh, first off, speaking of Colorado, so that ESPN Plus documentary that I've mentioned before on the podcast did come out unrivaled. It's really good. It's like a two-hour thing on ESPN Plus. It's a pretty good dive. For someone like you who knows hockey but doesn't necessarily know like the history of certain rivalries yeah give this a watch it's two hours and it'll pretty much keep you up it'll catch you up and get you up to speed on how this rivalry was where it formed like it 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 does a really good job and which rivalry is that this is colorado versus detroit which was if you ask any hockey fan a blood feud in the late 90s oh okay literally a blood feud (laughs) (laughs) okay so, uh, Avs. Avs win the cup yep. in six games. And I'm not surprised it wins six games, but I know I did tell you after game two when they beat Tampa 7 nothing. I was like, bro, this, this series is going to be over quick. <laughs> like, it did. It just looked like Tampa Bay was lifeless. And I knew at some point you can't continuously. I mean, I'm, I, I will give, I'm not a big fan of the Lightning, obviously. I'll give them their props for doing what they're doing in the salary cap era. Yeah. But eventually, you know, when you're playing over 100 games every season, your body's going to start to wear down, especially when you had to bounce around with the pandemic times and all this other stuff. Yeah. And like we described it before, it's kind of like the old guard versus the new guard, you know, and you look at it and the, the Tampa Bay team is full of like veterans who kind of know their way around. They've been to the Stanley Cup before. And then you got this young team like the Avs who, you know, I mean, think about any one of their players on their team. Not a lot of them are Stanley Cup winners, you know? I mean. I know Darren Helm was. Yeah, Helm. Um, I don't. There might be one or two others. But, yeah, it was a pretty new group of people. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen it yet. So there's a video that's been circulating, which is really funny. So Bowen Byram, or Bo Byram as he goes by, who was a young defenseman for the um, the Avs. I think he's 20. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, I think he's 20 years old. Anywho, so they had their team parade yesterday, and he's running down the street or whatever, like around by the fire trucks and stuff. He's got, you know, 
two he's got a Coors Light in each hand or whatever because it's, it's the Rocky Mountains. Of course, you got to have Coors Light. Oh yeah, uh, it's branding. Um, he gets stopped by a police officer, and the police officer thinks that he's just some random kid because he doesn't realize like. He, well, to be fair, <laughs> wait. This kid has his hockey jersey on. He's got a hat on with glass sunglasses, and he's got like shorts on. He's not in full hockey gear. You probably don't normally see his face. Like he is a well-known player, but he's not like a Nathan McKinnon or a Kale McCarr where you would instantly recognize the face. He's yeah. in street clothes, yeah. essentially. So the cop calls him over, and he's like, "No, man, you got to get over the barricade." And he's like, "Well, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you got to get over the barricade." The cop was really nice about it. And the fans are yelling, he's a player, he's a player, like he's on the team. And he goes like, yeah, I play for the team. And the guy's like, oh, shit. And the cop just lets him go. And he runs off and he kind of looks back and he was like, kind of like, well, that was fucking weird. And then he just kept going. I was like, I'll show you the video. It's really funny. Oh, that's great. But but people were, were um, commending the cop or whatever because they were like, at the end of the day, you're doing your job. If you see some random guy just running out in the middle of the road in the middle of a team parade, you don't know what he's capable of. He shouldn't yeah. be there. It's not part. Of, maybe he's the, not. He acting like a fan that like he has a lot of stuff on, but then he's actually like maybe a, a fan of the other team who lost. Well, know? no, Byram, like he. I mean, maybe, but he like legitimately like had his jersey on, like the jersey he wore in the series. Oh yeah, and he had like I said, he had shorts and like a backwards hat. But so you really couldn't. If you didn't know the players well enough, which maybe he doesn't watch hockey, so maybe he doesn't yeah. know. He's just there doing his job, and then the fans were like, no, 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 it's cool. Like, he legitimately is a player, and I wouldn't be surprised if fans, like, had their phones going, "That, that's him. Oh, that's probably what happened. There's <laughs> yeah. probably a fan that showed, like, hit the cop, like, that was Bowen Byram, and they were like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> that is kind of funny, though. It is funny. <laughs> um, so another question I'm going to ask to you. Do you think Colorado will become the next dynasty? In the NHL. Well, I'm not sure. It, it all depends on the future and what moves they make and like what who they decide to keep. And, you know, there's a lot of pieces that come into play. I mean, a few pieces could make or break a team. You know, I mean, think about like with um, like Buffalo and Jack Eichel, you know, and how quickly. Well, the problem with that was is that Buffalo management didn't put any pieces around Jack Eichel. Yeah. And he put Taylor Hall, but at the end of the day, Taylor Hall and Jack Eichel aren't going to bring you a Stanley Cup. You have to have a group. I think they asked Gabriel Landeskog, um, the captain of the Avs, like what other teams needed to kind of get to where the Avalanche level was, and he basically said, draft yourself a Kale McCarr. Yeah. So... And it's true, like if you you know, especially with a young, strong, defensive player like that, and that's I mean, you know, you look at some of the teams that have those type of players, they're usually more better off. You know, think I, about Boston and like Charlie McAvoy. I was gonna say I don't think McAvoy's quite on the level offensively that Kale McCarr is, but as far as good young defensemen, like yeah, Max, Max top ten in the league. Yeah, but. And Kale, that's what you have Kale, to have. But Kale McCarr, uh, as I'm going to tell you quickly here, has gone uh, and done some crazy shit. So he is the first NHL player to not only win the Stanley Cup, but also win the Hobie Baker Trophy, which is the award for the best college player in the country. No other team, I'm sorry, no other player has ever done that before. Uh, he also won the Norris Trophy this year. He won the Conn Smythe this year for playoff MVP. And he won the Calder Trophy last year. And I think he's only early 20s. Oh, so wow. he's got a cup, Norris Trophy for best defenseman, a Conn Smythe, a Calder, and the sky's the limit for him. Also, oh, yeah. um, 
there were three teams, I think, who passed on Kale McCarr. And could you imagine that looking back at it now and being seeing this guy winning all these trophies and awards and Stanley Cups and shit and you being like, I passed up on this guy? Well, you know, it's one of those things. Um so this was from the he was in the twenty seventeen entry draft, the top five picks, which you'll probably recognize some of the names. Number one was Nico Heischer to the Devils. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia had the second pick. They took Nolan Patrick. Dallas had the third pick. They took Miro Heiskanen. And the fourth pick was Colorado. They took Kale McCarr. Mm. The one person that's probably not on the level of the other three would be Nolan Patrick. Because Nolan Patrick ended up getting traded from Philadelphia to Vegas. Yeah. So Philadelphia could have had Kale McCarr. Dallas could have had Kale McCarr. Now, granted, Miro Heiskanen's a pretty good young defenseman as well. But he's not. Car. No, not at all. Uh, also, speaking of drafts, and I don't think I told you this yet, and this actually really upsets me. <laughs> um, oh, wow, I didn't even realize that either. Um, so the 1987 NHL entry draft. Someone pointed this out on, um, on Twitter. Because they said, is 2015 the worst draft for the Bruins? Because obviously we talked about it before. The three players they took and the three players they came after, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So the Bruins had the 14th pick. They took a defenseman, Stefan Quintal. The 15th pick went to the Nordiques. Yeah, they took Joe Sackick. Um, now, obviously, in 87, did you know Joe Sackick was going to be what he was? Not necessarily. Probably not. But finding out what he was, Joe Sackick in his prime or when he was a youngster playing with like Ray Bork and Cam Neely. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah. Bruins, there's a good chance the Bruins potentially could have won a Stanley Cup with with him on the team. I don't know yeah. if it would have been the difference maker, but it's just one of those things where you look back. I actually went back, like, a long way full of drafts to kind of see, like, were there other players the Bruins just missed out on that they either, you know, picked somebody else. And there was a couple times, but those were the two glaring ones where I was like, ah, that that kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So I thought the series was good. Yeah. I thought it was a good back and forth. I definitely was engaged. I watched Friday's game, game five. I watched um, game six they had last week. That was good. Mm-hmm. And obviously I was hoping that Tampa Bay wasn't going to win because I was like, there's going to be some EA voodoo that gets them to game seven and they're going to somehow win again and everyone's going to rejoice. No, no. Yeah, I'm I'm actually very thankful for it too because there's only so many times the, the, the Lightning can win the Stanley Cup. Before you just look at it and go, what do we do? Like, what? Why? Why is this happening? On the contrary, though, if this was the Bruins we were talking about, we wouldn't be saying that. Oh, of course not. We would be excited that our team is winning. So, oh, also, did you catch any highlights from Game Six? Uh, was it game Six. Yeah, it was Game Six. I did not know. So, Pat Maroon. So here's here's an interesting concept. So Pat Maroon who played with St. Louis when they <clears throat> beat the Bruins in 2019. Um, <laughs> he won his first Stanley Cup there. Either, I think, signed as a free agent with the Lightning, then won in 2020 and 2021, and was trying to win his fourth Cup in a row. Obviously, he came up short. On the flip side of that, Corey Perry, who won a Cup with the Ducks in 07, played on the Stars in 2020 when they lost to the Lightning, played last year with Montreal when they lost to the uh, Lightning, and then 
they played with the Lightning this year, but then they lost to the Abs. So he's had three straight years. He's been in the Stanley Cup final, but he's 0 for 3. Oh, that sucks. Anywho, so Pat Maroon. Um, so it was on kind of a questionable play. I think it was the game-winning goal that was scored too. It might have been. Um, so Tampa has the puck coming down the zone or whatever, and there was – I don't know what happened in the neutral zone, but there was like a slash or a hook that should have been called. It wasn't called. Tampa Bay was upset it wasn't called. Colorado came back the other way. They ended up scoring a goal. Well, in the process of them scoring the goal, I believe Josh Manson or whoever it was for uh, defenseman for Colorado was in front of the net. Maroon like just turns around, takes his stick and whacks him in the fucking shin with it. Broke his stick off on like after he hit his shin. There was no penalty call, so I don't want to hear anybody bitching and complaining about. Oh, there's no calls for. Apparently, there wasn't a call for either. Literally, should have been a goal, and then they should have went on the power play. Because you, it doesn't matter if it's, oh, it's the heat of the moment. Get, no, that penalty was called game one of the regular season. It should be called the last game of the season in game six. Yeah, the, the, the level allowed, of consistency. You're not, that's, and that's one of the biggest problems with player safety. That, if, if I had a what if and I was the, uh, the commissioner of the league, which, by the way, another funny thing, Gary Bettman wasn't there because normally when he's there, he gets booed. But they talked about it. They were like, Gary Bettman's not here. He uh, actually has COVID. So, which it sucks, but um, they were like, so the deputy uh, commissioner will do it. And I was like, it's because there's, so <laughs> yeah. there's only so many times you get booed where you're like, all oh, right. He loves it. He, he thinks it's funny. <laughs> but but it, it's just a consistency with player safety. Like, if you're going to call this, then you have to call. Like, it's it's too wishy-washy. Like, oh, well, this guy's got a rap sheet, so he gets five games. But this guy did the same thing, but he hasn't done as much, so he gets one game. That's fine. But, like, you need to lay it out straight for the players. You need to let them know what's acceptable and what's not. I understand you're frustrated turning around and just whacking somebody as hard as you can with your stick, hard enough where it breaks off on their shin, not allowed. Yeah, that that definitely should have been called, and that should have been a – I mean, a, if you're taking a whack at somebody that hard where your stick is breaking, that should be a game misconduct. You know, you should get thrown I out. I wouldn't go as far as a game misconduct. Two minutes for slashing. Get in the box, well, serve here's the your thing. time, and move on. It, and here's why I say this: if it, it had to have been intentional, all right, he like he wasn't he wasn't in a play making a play and no, slash that. It was after the play. He was mad. So not only did he risk that other player's safety by slashing his shin, because yet again that enough to break the stick, that could have shattered the guy's shin. That could have put him out the rest of this, the game or the season. Like that's true. You know, I mean, if you're thinking about player safety, you can't let something like that happen and expect that you not you shouldn't get thrown out of the game. That's that, true. That's my philosophy. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know. So now that the season's over, we start off season. Mm-hmm. I I usually free agency is July first. I don't think that's the case this year because the season went so late. I think it's in a couple weeks. Oh, okay. I think there's like a week or two delay, and then free agency will start, and we'll go for it. But Bruins news now. Okay. Guess who's back? Back again. Bergie's back. Oh, yes. Yeah, you'd tell me that. All right. I'm telling you, my friend. Yeah, mm. Bergeron's back. Bergeron's coming back for one year. Probably will sign like a five mil a year contract. Now, the problem is we don't really have a lot of cap space. I think we have like three or four mil, but... We can also put a handful of players on LTIR, and we'll get cap space that way. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Bergeron's back. That's the good news. 
Uh, Sweeney's back. That's the bad news. Uh, of course. He signed a multi-year deal. It sounds like Boston has their coach now, too. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, it is the former Stars coach. I believe his name is Jim Montgomery. Yes. Montgomery. Okay. So it seemed like David Quinn, who was a coach uh, at BU and coached um, Charlie McAvoy. He coached the Rangers for a bit. A lot of people online were saying that he wasn't a good fit, like he wasn't going to be the the, pl- the coach that the team needed and all this stuff, and that he was kind of still young and inexperienced and all this and whatever. So uh, Jim Montgomery apparently had a bit of a troubled past in Dallas, and I guess his tenure ended kind of awkwardly because I guess there was some type of I forgot what it was. Some type of domestic, not domestic, some type of allegation or forgot. I forgot what it was. Oh. It was like an abuse allegation or something like that. But it wasn't good. He got dismissed by them. But he said, from what this says, he's had a winning track record at every stop he's been in for his coaching career. The United States Hockey League, the NCAA, which he coached the Denver Pioneers, who've won a couple of national championships. I don't know if he was the coach. I should do more, you know, journalism and look into this. But And he did have a pretty good rap in the NHL. Um, he helped turn around a Stars team. He ran a pretty good power play for the Blues, and he's been held in high regard by former players. I heard he's a players coach. He's good with developing young players, and he should be able to put this team on the right track and make them a contender. Very happy about that. Yeah, I mean, in the long run, if you look at it, who cares about what they did outside the? You know, I mean, granted, you know, obviously, if it was some sort of assault charge or whatever, that sucks. You know, the obviously not not a good look. I'm sorry. Hold on a minute. You got to see this. This is really funny. Oh, boy. Watch. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Curtis, Curtis McDermott just, you know, taking the Stanley Cup for a ride and falling over. Oh, good <laughs> Lord. So <laughs> I, I, I don't blame him. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty optimistic. Also, I heard to keep an eye out for David Krejci. Um he is currently, I believe, training in South Carolina because he has a home in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. It seemed like maybe a lot of players were unhappy with Cassidy's play style. Maybe. Maybe Crazy comes back. Uh, I mean... Besides a team-friendly contract, if that's the case, Chara's a free agent. Let Chara come back, play on the third pair defense. Bring the band back. One more year. Yeah, yeah. Bring the band back. Hell, I, mean, I wouldn't you, mind seeing it. Hey, you know what? I thought about this at work last night, too. I was like, I don't think they'd go this far. But I know Jake DeBrus said he wants a trade to like somewhere in Alberta where he could be closer to home and his family. Trade him to Edmonton. No, trade him to Calgary. Get Lucic back, and just put Lucic with uh, put the first line. Leave the first line the way it is. The perfection line: Bergeron, Marshawn, Pasta. Second line can be Lucic, Hall, and and Krejci, and just because he's already Krejci and Lucic already know each other pretty well. They played together for a long time. Yeah. I mean, bring I the bring the band back for one more year, man. I'm I'm there for it. Like, don't bring back Tuca. I love Tuca. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he'd come back anyway. Well, it's not just that. I don't want to. He. I don't want to hear anybody fucking badmouth him anymore. Like, I'm tired of it. We, yeah, we as Boston sports fans are some of the most spoiled fucking brats <laughs> ever. We are. We had Tom Brady for 20 years. We got Tuca Rask for Andrew Raycroft. Andrew Raycroft won Rookie of the Year. Tukarask is the all-time winningest goaltender on this team. Well, he didn't ever want to stand the cup. Well, he did, but he was a backup. Well, he didn't do it by himself. He's a goalie. He can only do so much. He can't fucking score. 
It, it, and save the puck. Like, what yeah. the fuck? It's based on the entire team's performance, not just the goaltender. Like you said, the goaltender oh, can only well, do so much. Know, typical Tuca pisses his pants. And I'm like, again, stop. If you can do a better job, then go strap on some pads there, tough guy. <laughs> stop being a fucking keyboard warrior. Go strap on some pads. You take a 108-mile-an-hour slap shot from somebody coming at you as a, fro- as a frozen rubber disc. Let me know how that works out for you. Yeah, that would you, hurt. You... Are you as flexible as Tuka Rask, being able to go from post to post? You'll probably pull your groin. Exactly. Yeah, no. no most people couldn't do what Tuka Rask does, and he finds it pretty easy to do. Yes, exactly, and he's <laughs> very good at it. So all the Tuka slander that's out there, I hate it. Don't do it. No. Yeah, exactly. I think that's I think that's just people getting annoyed with the fact that he's that, that they haven't won a Stanley Cup, especially with him being in net. Well, I will say 2019 was the year that got away from us, which kind of sucks. But again, if we didn't, if Tuka doesn't play as well as he does in 2019, they don't even make it to the Stanley Cup final. And yeah, they had an easy entry to the finals because they had to play Carolina. They had to play Columbus. They didn't have to play anybody tough. Yeah, and that's when Carolina was crap. You know, yeah, that's that, when they, exactly, we swept Carolina that year. Yeah. So it's amazing how they turned it around and are yeah, doing pretty I mean, decent now. Exactly. But as I told people at the time, listen, you play who you play. I would have preferred playing the harder teams because then nobody has any excuses. You can't True. be like, oh, you didn't play anybody. No, we played like three of the best teams in the league. I'm sorry. That's how it went. Yeah. And honestly, that's how, like, if you look at this past series, that's how Colorado was too. Think about the teams they played, you know? They went, what, 16, 16 and 4. Yeah. They swept two series. They swept Edmonton. They swept Nashville. And then they lost to St. Louis in two games, and they lost two games to Tampa Bay. Yeah. That's incredible, though. 16 and 4. Yeah. So speaking of Stanley Cups, because we're going we're gonna to wrap this up soon, but there's a couple of extra shits okay. we got to do here. So here's a little quick trivia for you. So I've written down all four conferences, all 32 teams. So this is going to be a double quiz. So the first one's going to be find me the teams who haven't won the Stanley Cup. Oh, good Lord Jesus. (laughs) Why you got to put me on the spot, man? Because you're my boy. And you know what? Maybe I wouldn't have put you on the spot, but then you decided to fucking picture Rick roll me. Oh, wow. So this is what you get. All right, so let's go through them. All right. All right. So L.A., are they a Stanley Cup champion? Yes. Okay, so you can cross them off. Actually, I'm going to do both parts now. you got to find the teams who haven't won a Stanley Cup, and then there are also teams who haven't been to a Stanley Cup. But we'll go through these one at a time, quickly. Okay. Uh, San Jose Sharks. I think they've won. They have not. San Jose has not won a Stanley Cup, but they have been to a Stanley Cup. Okay, they've been, but they haven't won. They have been, but they haven't won. They've only been to one in there. They've been around since, like, 92. They've only been once. It sucks. They had a lot of good teams, too. They just ran into teams that were equally as good. Yeah. Anaheim. Does Anaheim have a cup? I feel like they do. They do. They won in 07, and they've been two times. Okay. Seattle, definitely not. No, Seattle's brand new. (laughs) Yeah. Vancouver, yes. Yes, they've been to the cup, or yes, they've won it. I think they've won it. They have not. No, they're really? 0, they're 0 3. Oh, I could have sworn they won it. Nope. They've lost, I believe, to the Islanders. They lost to the Rangers. And they lost to, well, of course, the Bruins. Okay. Edmonton? I want to say yes. Yeah, Edmonton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's Gretzky era, Edmonton in the 80s. They won like four, uh, five out of seven, I think I said last week or a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Calgary? 
Calgary have a cup? Calgary. No. They sure do. Oh, they, they have, do. That's right. They yeah. have one in 1989. Yeah, so it was one that they won. They have okay. won the Stanley Cup. Yep. Vegas, no. Nope. Vegas. But Vegas has Ha-ha. been. Has been, yeah. So there's only one team so far in that division, Seattle. Who? But granted, they're brand new. Um, sorry. So Chicago? Okay. Chicago have a cup? Yes. St. Louis have a cup? Yes. Arizona? Yes. No. And Arizona has not even been to the finals. They haven't? They have not. I thought they won one. Nope. Oh, all right. Uh, Winnipeg? Nay. No. No Winnipeg. Winnipeg has not been, nor have they won. Has Nashville been? They've been. Nashville has been. They lost to your Penguins. Yes. Yes. But they haven't won. They have not won. Okay. Uh, Minnesota? Yes. No. They They have not been, and they have not won. Oh. And Colorado? Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Colorado's 3-0 now, by the way, in the Stanley Cup. Wow. So... Good for them. Yeah. And then Dallas. Does Dallas have a cup? No. They do. They have won. They have won. They won in 99. It's a very controversial Stanley Cup. And uh. if you go to Buffalo and try talking about it and tell them that Brett Hull's foot was not in the crease, you might get punched in the face for it. Because <laughs> they'll tell you that was no goal. Oh, geez. It was. It's a very controversial play. There, there was a time frame in the NHL where player any scoring goal uh, forwards or whatever were not allowed to put their foot or skate or anything in the blue crease. That was the goalie's area. You weren't allowed to do it. If there was a scramble, it's one thing. But like Hull's foot was like deliberately in the crease that people would say. And then mm. like he kind of prevented the goalie from being able to move more, but Okay. They called it a good goal. I think it was just because it was triple overtime and the refs were like, I want to go the fuck home. Let's just be done with this. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. We'll be here all day. Yeah, they probably just yeah. Does Boston have a cup? Yes. Uh has Buffalo won the Stanley Cup? Buffalo. I wanna say yes. I would say no. Um, They've been. They have not unfortunately won. Oh, okay. Um, I'll save you some time here. Ottawa has not has been but has not won. Obviously, Montreal has won cups. Toronto has won cups. Florida has been but not won. Detroit has won. Tampa has won. Rangers, Islanders, Devils, Penguins, Flyers, Capitals have all won. Hurricanes have won. Columbus has not, and they have not been. Oh, hey. Thanks. <laughs> so, well, well, I, I just figured we were I, – I, I felt bad. You were starting to struggle. I felt uh, bad. I, I was, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know trivia, hockey trivia and stuff like that. Like It's okay. All right. Now, last but not least, because I have another gift for you. Oh, okay. You want number one or you want number two? Oh, God. That doesn't sound good. No, okay. Um, do you want my left hand or do you, I'm sorry. That doesn't sound good either. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> red pill or blue pill? How's that sound? Oh, God. Uh, go with the red pill. Fuck it. There you go. Packs of hockey cards for you. This Ooh. is this is the challenge I'm throwing down to you. So you and I, as the listeners will find out, play a lot of NHL 22. Basically what we do is we go through a full season. We do a draft. We try to trade for players or whatever. And then we try to make a run to the Stanley Cup. Well, we've been playing this game since the season started back in what? October, November? Yeah. We have not been to a Stanley Cup this year. Mm-hmm. So we can go through either right now on air and look through these cards and figure out who our teams are going to be. We're going to make custom teams. We're going to put these two teams in a seven-game series, and then the final battle shall commence. Okay. Let's do it on air. Why not? Okay. We'll re- what we'll do is we'll we'll take the cards out. We'll read them off each one to the yeah. listeners. and Yeah. And then if you want, maybe before we split, we'll do a quick uh, Money in the Bank 
blank game. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. So now I will say with these cards, oh great, you already got a smile on your face. That's awesome. Um, if so, you should. You'll need. Technically, you'll need eleven skaters, eleven forwards, because you'll have your own guy that we've, yeah. that we've each made. Um, you'll need six defensemen and two goaltenders. So if you don't have enough of something, you can either use another forward. If we have duplicates, we'll figure out duplicates. I think we I guess. should have enough for plenty. I'm sure. Well, there's 32 cards here, but if we have duplicates, we'll see. I guess. So you want to okay. go first? You want me, you go first because you already had a smile on your fucking face. All right, Victor Hedman. Victor Hedman. Okay, my first card is Josh Bailey. I got Matt Zuccarello. Yeah, I would say break it up for defensemen, forwards, and then goalies, so that way you know what you have. Okay. Um, I have JT Comfer, Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> All right. Varlamov. All right. Oh, geez, you already got a goaltender. Shit. <laughs> uh, Chris Tierney. Oh, this is not going to be a good team. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Well, good thing there's like 30 cards here, so I'll have my choice. Yeah. Uh, I got Braden Shen. Great. Don't be so surprised. He's a forward. He's a forward. Okay, He's that's a... what I'm trying to look at. I'm like trying to figure out. Oh, some... it doesn't. It doesn't say it on there. It would. Sometimes say... I forget. No, it doesn't say it. Okay. If I have any trouble, I'll. I will... I'll let you know. Right. I'll let you know. I'm trying to look to see if there is. No, there's not. It doesn't say that he's a, a writer. No. Um, Nicholas Delorier. Great. Great. Thomas Shabbat. Kevin LeBanc. Bo Horvat. Team's gonna suck. Dominic Kubalik. Adam Lowry. Uh Zach Rowensky. Alright, we're getting a little bit better here. That's good. Carter Verhage. Carter Verhage. That's a good pick. He's a forward, right? For the Panthers, yeah. Okay. Uh Sean Walker. Uh John Gabriel ba- Pajot. JG Pajot, okay. Rasmus Ristolainen. Morgan Riley. Oh, he's a defenseman, right? Fucking God, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Alexander Radulov. What happens if you get the two where it has two players on it? I have one, I have a card that has two players. You don't know. That's oh, a checklist. All right, never mind. You don't get nothing. What is it? Uh, Jason Robertson and Krill Kaprizov. No, you don't get that. Sorry. Okay, Sorry. so that's, that's out of order. Checklists don't count. Got Jared it. McCann. This I thought this was going to go a lot better. This my team is not going to be very good. I'm not. <laughs> no disrespect to these players, but I know their overalls, and I'm going to have. Oh Jesus. Devon Tays. Oh, Christ. Now, he's a defenseman. Yeah, yeah. Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, that's uh, great. Clayton Keller. Jake DeBrusque. Oh, piss off. <laughs> Nicholas Backstrom. All right, here we go. Now I got a young gun. Tice Thompson. Tice Thompson? Tice Thompson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just going to put him off to the side because okay. I'm sure I'm not going to take him. Tory Krug. Tory Krug. Okay. Noah Hannafin. Patrice Bergeron, bitch. Ooh. <laughs> Josh, yes, I Josh, got Bergeron. <laughs> Josh Archibald? Let me see. Yes, Josh Archibald. Is he a... I don't know what he is. Just put him wherever for now because I'm I'm losing track too. Okay. Um, I have Tyler Toffoli. Niles Hoglander. Mm-hmm. Not a bad player. This is actually a pretty sick card. Um... It's called an electric magnetic. This is Logan Couture. Oh, very nice. I get Logie. Sebastian Aho. 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 Jonathan Huberdo. Ooh, Darnell Nurse. There you go. Maybe a potential former, uh, former, a current, uh, yeah. Maybe, (laughs) 
maybe a potential future Bruin center, okay. depending on how things go. Nazem Kadri. Anton Tulobin. Oh, nice. But that's not who I was laughing at because I saw the card underneath. Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. Good. I got a goaltender now. Oh, piss off. Kale McCarr. Fuck you. <laughs> Mikhail Sergachev. Vanek. Okay. I got like three goalies. Alexander, uh, Alex uh, Nadelkovic. Adam Henrique. Okay. Is he a forward? Yes. Okay. Uh, Jacob Slavin, another defenseman. Troy Terry. Forward. Forward. Okay. Uh, Adrian Kempe. Claude Drew. Oh, nice. Uh, Nicholas Jalmerson. Adam Boquist. How do I have more cards than you? Oh, because you have extra ones on the side there. Yeah. I have way more cards left than you do. What? Yeah. How many did... How many were you supposed to have in your pack? There's no more in the pack. Bro, I have like five more cards. So you must have some people that are like stuck together. There's no way. Okay. There's 30... There should be 32 cards there. Devon Taze, Morgan Riley, Victor Hedman... I still have seven more cards to go through. Adam Boquist, Claude Giroux, Troy Terry, <laughs> Adam Henrique, Sebastian did I, Aho, did I get a stack pack? <laughs> Josh, Noah Hannafin, hey, by the way, my next person is, is Charlie McAvoy. Wow. Uh, Carter Verhage, Adam Lowry, Bo Horvat. Jake Gensel. Thomas Shabbat. I have Jake Gensel. Oh, I think I feel... Oh. No. no. No, it's just a thick card. Oh, all right. Maybe because you have like three goalies. You have, I don't know. I got Kevin Hayes, TJ Brody, Justin Hull, Jeff Carter, and Jeff Petrie. So, yeah. You said there should be 32 cards in here? That's what it says. One, two, three, four, five. Sorry, we're counting. We apologize. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Yeah, I have 32. 26. You have twenty six. They gypped you out, my boy. They gypped you out. No, wait. Oh, you. Oh, you do only have twenty six cards. Yes, I got a stack pack because I got thirty two. Wait, there, there's difference. Yeah, I have thirty two cards. <laughs> wow, that is horrible. Ha cha cha. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know one. I thought they both had the same amount of people. And now I got. Now I'm gonna have to use Tyce Thompson. I don't know who the fuck he is. And I, I think that gives me the... the yeah, you can Jesus. use Robertson and Kaprizov, whatever, whatever. All right, so from this, we'll, when we're done with this, we'll go into your your layer there. The layer. We'll make some creative teams. We'll figure out who we're going to take. I'm pretty happy with my decor. I'll use Petrie. Let's see. Uh, Charlie's going to be used. Slavin will probably be used. Sergachev will be used. Krug will be used. Ristolainen will probably be used. And Wierenski will probably be used. Yeah. So pretty... I have five defense, and I'm going to probably use all of them. Kale McCarr, Del Nernus, Devontae's, Morgan Here, Riley. Here, Brad, you want a defenseman? <laughs> oh, I get my choice? All right. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Have, help yourself. Help yourself. Um, all right. So oh, Justin yeah, Hall, oh, yeah, TJ Brody, Nicholas Jalmerson. I got some options, my guy. Which one would you take? Which one? Well, like if I were if you were me in my if, shoes. If I was gonna take somebody of those four, I'd probably take TJ Brody. I was but, thinking that. But you gotta see what you have for lefties and righties. Do they it oh. says on the back, yeah. It says they're they're handed left, in the back. Left. While you're doing left, that, left. To, they're all lefts. Oh, well, that sucks for you. So to give the uh listeners some content here, um so let's play a little game here. Ready? 
So the Men's Money in the Bank pay-per-view will have already happened before you listen to this particular podcast, episode 10, where you can get all podcasts, wherever podcasts are available. I'm still going to take Brody. Spotify, Apple, Pandora, Amazon, Google, wherever. We're there. Find us. And immediately after this episode, you and I are making a fucking Twitter page. Okay. We already have the website up. You say, oh, not the website, the email address we need. Yeah. We did it last time, so we're going to put it up and we're good to go. Okay. Um. So the Money in the Bank pay per view will have already happened. So the matches are above us. Um. And I got to do our predictions anyway. So this will be a pre prediction. So then that way people know that we're not cheating because it'll be on after the fact. Uh, okay. So we got to go here. We got to go here. Okay. So. First match, the men's Money in the Bank match. You've got Seth freaking Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Omos. Is it Omos or Omos? Omos. 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 Yeah. Um, Sami Zayn, Riddle, and a to be determined, which will probably happen on SmackDown. That was on Friday night. Okay. So I want to go Riddle, but I think they've already done Riddle. Like in terms of like. I don't see him having a, a positive storyline at the moment. Why not? Well, just with Riddle, Rand- Riddle, Riddle can do the whole Randy Orton win it for Randy thing. That's true. He could. Yeah. That's why I am taking Riddle. I. They need a top baby face on Raw right now. Riddle gave Roman a pretty goddamn good match. Yeah. So. So if I choose the tbd if you choose the tbd it's whoever it is and you can't change your pick so that's that's that is up to you my bud so you can do the tbd and then tonight it's going to be like some you know it'll be like umberto Carrillo, and you'll be like oh fuck (laughs) yeah that's a risk it's a big risk you know i am all about risk give me the tbd fuck it okay good by the way, uh, for those people out there in uh, podcast land, Kyle finally did get his title belt back. And, I, and I'm still going to be able to hold it. For a month or so. I basically figure you can hold it from now until SummerSlam, because that's in August. Okay. So you evolve. And then you might be able to even hold it after if you win SummerSlam uh, predictions. True, true. Which I definitely have to make sure I plan out ahead so we can be together without any children about <laughs> to be able to watch SummerSlam. Yeah. Maybe we'll go see if Andrew's in... Tennessee yet, and we'll be like, we, we can watch some. <laughs> Might be going down to. Well, we we'll just go to Tennessee. Screw it. Yeah. Um, the women's money in the bank has already been decided. Uh, as far as participants, you've got Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, uh, Raquel. Was it Raquel Rodriguez now? Rodriguez. Yeah. It was Gonzalez. Now it's Rodriguez. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Oscar, Shotzi, and Big Time Bex. Oh. I know. I'm kind of eh, on this too, because I mean. All right, so here's my philosophy on this. They like to give the money in the bank to newer people that they're trying to push real hard. Yeah. Which is why, like, I looked at the men's money in the bank, and I'm like, the only person I could see them pushing out of all those people, it really was Riddle or the whoever is going to be determined. That's that's my philosophy. See, I – part of me thinks that it could be Drew, but I know Drew McIntyre doesn't necessarily need it, and I still feel like at some point he's going to win – Clash at the castle against Roman Reigns to take one of the titles. I don't know if he'll take both of them away. I feel like you kind of have to. Yeah, yeah. So, 
But I mean, we'll see what that. I, I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm thinking the TBD. I think is their last wild card that's really going to get people to watch. So whoever it is is going to be a good participant. I don't think Ladies it's going to be somebody bad. Elias. Yeah, Elias. Oh, Elias. <laughs> but I mean, in the women's match, you look at all these people, and the only person I could see them pushing right now would be Raquel. I mean, Shotzi, they've kind of pushed her somewhat to the wayside. Like they've given her some small roles. Becky but... Lynch has had her run. Yeah. Um, the only the only thing I will say, which I don't think they would do, is if for some reason one of these per- people were not able to participate and Bailey came back, that would be a big I, thing. I think Bailey would get it. Yeah, I mean, I know we talked about that before. I don't if know they, who's not going to be able to participate though. Well, it's not necessarily people who can't participate. It's just maybe like, oh yeah, Shotzi was in there, but now Shotzi's not going to be in there because she got quote unquote hurt um, in the backstage area because Bailey attacked her, and then Bailey was able to become in the was able to go in the match or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, it's up to you what you think. I, I, I think I'm going to choose I, Raquel. I already have my pick. I'm. I'm gonna beat a dead horse, and I'm gonna take Liv Morgan. Okay. I, I like you said. I look at the list. Lacey Evans. I mean, they they're pushing her new gimmick. I just I don't know where it's gonna go from there. Uh, Alexa Bliss. She's won it before. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she won it again. But she's more face right now. She needs to be a heel because she's a better heel than she has a face. Yeah. Um. Raquel. Yeah. Asuka had her run. Yeah. Big time Bex has had her run. Shotzi's still, like you said, it's kind of getting pushed back. So yeah, it'd either be Raquel or Liv. So we're kind of... It's uh, interesting how we both have the same people that we're thinking of, but we're just flip-flopped. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, As far as the next one, the Raw Women's title, Bel Air and Carmella. I'm Easy. Bel Air, yeah. It's Easy. Pretty, <laughs> it's, no disrespect to Carmella, but... Yeah. There's no way that Carmella's winning. I'm sorry. Well, I wouldn't say there's no way she's winning. She could win. Maybe James Ellsworth will pop up out of nowhere. And like, oh, good lord! Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, the SmackDown Women's match: uh, Ronda and Natalia. I think Ronda's retaining. Same here. I, I I respect and appreciate what Natalia has done, and she's done a lot. But at this stage in her career, I just don't see her winning it and going on a run. I don't. Yeah, same here. Um, U.S. title: Theory and Lashley. All right, so my theory <laughs> is that Theory is going to win. I was going to put Lashley, but I am going to put Theory because I feel like, I don't know. Lashley, I wouldn't be surprised if he won, but like you just put the title on Theory. And Theory could win because um, of his qualification. Like Omos and MVP could come in and fuck up Lashley and distract him so he loses the match and that's probably going to set up for SummerSlam right which I wouldn't be surprised at some point in the men's money in the bank match if Lashley interfered to knock down Omos when he was maybe on the ladder and took him out or something or put him through the barricade and then Omos is just out for the rest of the match yeah I don't know how he'll do as a big man being in a ladder match like he's the giant in the match yeah which would be the role that Kane would play but I don't think Omos is going to be able to move around like like Drew will be able to move around Sheamus Rollins Riddle, Sammy, all of them. And then, of course, whoever the TBD could be. But I just don't see Omos being able to move around like those guys are. No. He, I'm trying to think of who the TBD could be if it was on SmackDown. Though with his size, you could just reach up and grab the briefcase. <laughs> That's true. 
I mean, he, he but, could step on two rungs of the ladder and already be up to the top. That's true, I suppose. <laughs> I uh, mean, what is he, like seven foot three, I think they something said? Something like that, yeah. For some ridiculous height. Um, and then the last match is the undisputed tag team title match between the Street Profits and the Usos. Hmm. <sighs> I think they're going to keep it on the Usos. I do, too. I really do. I think... Uh, as much as they're pushing the Street Profits, I just think they're going to... Well, I, I just think once... See, I don't know like how they would do the storyline. Like, do you let the foundation of it like start to crumble when, like, like the Usos lose? Now the bloodline starts to have like a bit of a, like a fault, and the, the the empire starting to crumble around Roman. No pun intended. And then eventually, like the Usos lose their titles, and then things happen where he's like, "Oh, you guys aren't loyal enough," and all this stuff. And then they maybe like turn their back on him. And then, like, Roman's by himself, just this, like, bitter tribal chief or whatever. And he's got, you know, Paul Heyman on his side. But then, eventually, he loses the title, and then they, they just don't have anything. Yeah. Can, uh, the storyline's gone along for a long, for, has gone on for a long time. I don't know how much longer you can run this whole Bloodline storyline. It probably goes, probably goes to WrestleMania, when the Bloodline of Roman Reigns would fight against his own Bloodline and the rock potentially it's what i know it's what the rumor is yeah that would be probably where it ends yeah i mean i don't know necessarily if they're gonna get rid of the bloodline idea anytime soon i mean it's still drawing them a lot of money it's the the hottest thing in wrestling right now yeah since since the new day since the new day yeah i mean it just works for Roman. side sidebar for a minute (laughs) you definitely definitely have to watch the Battle of the Brands between uh, Tyler Breeze and uh, uh, Austin Creed, yeah, or Xavier Woods, because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's it's I haven't I'm I don't know like I'm guessing the party was pretty good when they like that group before was on, and obviously Breeze is part of that, yeah. But just the two of them going head to head, it gives similar comparisons to like you and me, where like you know. One person has like this was like, one person has his strategy, the other person has his strategy, and one person's more like poised, the other one's kind of like crazy and out there. And then if things don't go right for one person, they start getting upset, they start swearing, they'll throw things. Does that sound like anything familiar to you? Oh yeah, yeah, so, definitely sounds very familiar. It's it's definitely a watch. It's really funny, especially when when Breeze is antagonizing him and he's just like, this is season one Creed we wanted. Everybody wanted this. You're so miserable right now. <laughs> and he's just like, don't touch me. And he just, he gets so mad. It's funny though. That's great. It's really funny. Yeah, they're, they're very funny too, all those guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I don't yeah. know what else we have. Almost a 90 minute show. I know, yeah. I mean, we had a lot to touch up on this time around. We we did. We did. But it was, it was a good could, show. There could be more to talk about. Oh, um... Before we go, yeah, happy Fourth of July to everybody out there. Oh yeah, yeah. By the time you're listening to us, it'll be July third, right? So yeah, technically, technically yes. Yeah, happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. Happy Independence Day. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. (laughs) America, fuck yeah. (laughs) One of us was gonna do it. (laughs) You ever seen that movie before? I have, yeah. Long time ago. Oh my god, <laughs> that was the creators of South Park, I believe, that made that. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. yeah. So you know it's going to be wild. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. It's it's something, all right. So yeah, I don't think of anything else to talk about. I'm kind of running out of steam over here. I'm kind of hungry. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, let's uh, let's send the fans out with a goodbye, and uh, we'll go get some maybe some pizza or you know some some Ryan's place. Actually, no, wait, Ryan's place is closed. I think. Why? Uh, they're on vacation. Oh no! Actually, no. What's today? The first. Yeah. Okay, so they close tomorrow. Okay. So we could go to Ryan's place. Yeah. So that's even better that you're coming to my house for the pay per view because we would go into Ryan's place. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Almost had an ECW moment with yeah. the freaking barricade over the Oh over God! Your These poor listeners. <laughs> Thank you for supporting us. Yes. Listen to us a little bit more, please. Go back. It's to- like a PBS thing with listeners like you. Yeah. Thanks for supporting us. Yeah. <laughs> Any anywhere you are, and I, I don't know if we have any new oh welcome norway norway yeah because norway is the next the newest country on the board yeah we're gonna eventually have our own like gmm version of like that the map they have we have to throw the darts yeah and just be like which countries have are you know have we had at least one listener follow in (laughs) boom you remember what do we have russia russia australia Australia, norway um, u.s uk the uk that's it right i believe so yeah. yeah And then we have like six, six or seven states in the U.S. I believe so. Yeah, I'm trying to get some of those Canadian followers. They probably don't like Canadian Chef. That's probably the problem. Is. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the the reason. It's, all right. it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening to us. We appreciate it. Thanks to everybody. Yes, thank you for listening as always, and uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace and love, all. Peace, Peace and love. And love.